You are listening to a special edition iFanboy podcast on cowboys and aliens. And Indians, but that wasn't the time. Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. Don't let them pick guitars or drive them old trucks. Let them be doctors and lawyers and such. Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. Hello, and welcome to the special edition iFanboy podcast on Cowboys and Aliens. My name is Connor Kilpatrick. I'm here with Ron Richards. Hello. And Paul Montgomery. Yeehaw. <laughs> Normally we talk about the comics of the week, but today we're talking about Cowboys and Aliens, the latest in a long line of comic book movies that came out this summer. I think we got one more to go after this. The long uh, marathon will be over. <laughs> um, Cowboys and Aliens is based on a little known independent comic book. I bet most people didn't even know this was a comic book based film. Yep. But it was. Years ago, the, the the book came out in the late '90s, right? Oh, yeah. I haven't. I haven't read it yet. It was yeah. So it was published by Platinum Studios, and um, some names that you might recognize in comic books today worked on it, like uh, Mr. Fred Van Lente and uh, Dennis Calero, amongst others. Um, and it has been in Hollywood development for a very long time. <laughs> yeah. And um, somewhere, somehow, some satanic ritual worked and they got John Favreau to direct it and Steven Spielberg to executive produce it and Harrison Ford to star in it, Daniel Craig, and, and now it came out this past weekend. So, uh, so there you go. Mo- comic book movie magic can happen. So we're a week behind, as we told you last time with Captain America because of Comic-Con, it threw everything off a week. So this movie actually came out last week. And we'll talk about the business at the end, but let's talk about what we thought of it. Paul, you saw it earlier. You wrote the review on iFanboy. What did you think? Um, I think the, the, the crux of my review basically is that the closer the movie is to the cowboy side of the spectrum, the more fun I had with it. And the more conflicted I was when it was towards the alien side of the spectrum. Though, when they got it, when the needle was completely in the middle between cowboys and aliens, there was some magic going on. But otherwise, I thought it was a really good Western that aliens sort of invaded, and I, I, I kind of got a little. <laughs> well, I, really, I, I love the, the I love the yeah, well, yeah, that is the story. But I love the idea of you know of alien alien invasion during old West times when the concept of aliens is completely not in their uh, lexicon. Or yeah, so they don't, they don't say aliens yeah. at all. They don't say outer space or anything they call like them that. Demons, and then yeah. at some point, it's re- when it's revealed, some they say just we're from a place above the stars. So that's about right. as far as people can wrap their brains around. So I, I thought that was really, really kind of fascinating in terms of a concept. I kind of wish I hadn't read your review and talked and talked about it with you, Paul, going into it because mm-hmm. I had that in the back of my mind. The, the I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, no, no, it's okay. That, that when the when it, when it was cowboys, it, you, basically what I took from what you said is when it was on the cowboy side, it was really good, but the more aliens got in, it didn't get as good because I. I, I didn't. I see what you mean by that, but I didn't wholly dis. I didn't wholly agree with that. I thought. I, okay. I, I thought that the balance was all right. Ultimately, I thought the movie was good, not great. It was enjoyable. I didn't hate it, but it wasn't like, oh my god, I'm gonna run and go see it again. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, and I, I was. I, I had a fun time. Yeah. I can't imagine like buying it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I can imagine if it's on HBO, flipping over to see what part it's at. Yeah. And seeing if I, you know, that's a part I like. It was. It was fun. It was not. You know, I think the problem with the movie was the really high expectations of John Favreau and Daniel Craig and Harrison Ford. Yeah, and I don't believe Harrison Ford's ever done a western before, but he's basically turned into a cowboy in his older. And, and don't get me wrong, Harrison Ford again proves that he's fantastic. 
He was. I thought he was really fun in it. I thought, he, I I thought, thought it was, was the great. best performance from him since like Air Force One, which was in the nineties. Yeah, he was perfect for the role of Woodrow Dollarhide, the sort of bad guy, um, rich guy in the in the area who has to team up with the good guy to fight the aliens. I thought conceptually, it's like Thirty Days a Night. It's the kind of story where you're like, wow, why hasn't anybody done this before? Yeah. Why yeah. hasn't anyone tried alien invasion in a time where you know there's no technology, no one even knows what aliens are, and and go it's, from there. It's a great concept, but I mean, it's funny because when the movie started, as the opening credits were rolling, my immediate thought was, "My God, is there anyone who didn't work on this movie?" <laughs> yeah, like, there's it, a it, lot it, it, of Steven, names. Steven in Spielberg, uh, John Favreau, uh, Damon Lindelof. <laughs> it was just like, like it well, just, it, it's going through. It had like 90 producers. It was just it, like, if that's <laughs> and that's part of the reason why, and that's into the business side that it's being looked at as upon as a failure because it was in development for so long. What people don't realize is the budget for the movie isn't just the budget for shooting the movie. It's for the development also. Yeah. So the budget is so high in this movie that and it, and it didn't debut a huge number that it's, it's going it's already looked upon as a huge bomb. Right. Yeah. Um, well, well, yeah. Well, business side, I mean, it, it, it tied, which I find hysterical, um, the Smurfs. Um, I actually saw a funny tweet from Fred Van Lente over the weekend where he said, he said, I told them to call it Cowboys and Smurfs. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and for those those who you know, know that Van Lente and Clara and other people were involved, like from what we understand, I mean, that was work for hire work that they did years ago. And, and yep. they, there's no involvement on, on the movie part, um, you know, so from their part. So if you didn't like it, don't blame them or anything like that. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just an example of. Uh, you know, Platinum Studios has been one of those independent creators that has been very clear about their you know developing intellectual property and trying to do movies. This is seen as you know kind of okay. They made a, they got a successful one, and you know the thing is it's it. I mean it it tied for the top of the box top of the box office, but thirty six million compared to Captain America sixty eight and all the other movies. You know, so it didn't blow the doors off, uh, but it didn't. I don't think it you know it bombed like it was like nobody went to go see it. You know, uh, well, the, the expectation was yeah. much higher. So in yeah. that sense, it's a bomb if it goes below what they're predicting, which was in the 45 to 50 range. Yeah. Um, so here's the story. The story is Daniel Craig's Jake Lonergan wakes up in the middle of the desert, doesn't know who he is. He's got this metal thing attached to his arm, beats up some, beats up some, some scalper, bounty hunter guys who try to arrest him, goes in and walks into town, has a drink, gets arrested because he's a, he's a wanted man, runs into trouble with Harrison Ford's kid. And uh, while he's in jail, he, uh, basically the aliens – while he's being transported to the federal marshals because he's one of fugitive, the aliens attack. And he finds out his little piece of jewelry is a big – is a laser gun and he shoots down one of the alien ships. Basically from there on, uh, a bunch of people in the town get abducted by the aliens and it's, it's a race to find the alien ship to save the people from the town and destroy the aliens. And that's really bad. That's really the story. There really isn't much more – than that, it's uh, I thought there were segments in the middle that could that were a bit slow. Yeah, oh, okay, it, it slowed down. The pace of the movie for me was the the one thing I struggled with the most was that you know, like you, it, the movie opened with you know a great fight sequence, you know, Daniel Craig fighting and like, and, and honestly, like I don't watch the Bond movie, so I've never, uh, you know, so aside from Layer Cake, I haven't seen Daniel Craig in a movie in years, um, and so it was great to see him. You know, kind of form that character, and and you get the idea. He's he, amnesia, and he doesn't know where he is, who he is, and he's got this thing, and the fight, and then you know they go into the town, and there's a great you know um, you know old west kind of standby kind of face off kind of thing, and he gets inv- he gets involved in it, and then the aliens attack, and like the first qu- third of the movie, I was there, I was in, I yeah. was in it, and then mm-hmm. it just, and then the moment that you know Daniel Craig and Harrison Ford and all the other folks, who by the way, just quickly, I love Sam Rockwell. 
Yes. Love Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell as the as the uh, as the not, saloon owner. Yeah, saloon owner, but also kind of milk toast saloon owner. You know, that no because <laughs> it's a reined in Sam Rockwell, yeah. especially from Iron Man Two. Yeah, but still, it was still great. It was still yeah. it was still really good. But um, when they all decide to posse up and go after the aliens. Like that middle third was just slow as molasses. It was just so yeah, slow. Yeah, I like. I agree with you. The first third, the last third were fun. The yeah. middle third could have been tightened up a bit. Um, mm-hmm. It's tough because there's you have a lot of really appealing actors in this movie, and there's a lot even in small supporting roles. There's a lot of really appealing actors, so it was That's a the lot draw. of fun to be with them. Um, but story wise, it wasn't the strong, strongest. You know the, and you know you you definitely cannot look at it too logically. Uh, because it starts, you know, falls apart. The aliens would have totally destroyed the cowboys in that fight at the end. Right. But um, I, I do, do got to admit that in the middle scene. So, so what happens is that you know they assume that because Daniel Craig has this wrist bracelet weapon thing, that he's got some knowledge. And and Olivia Wilde, you know, the girl kind of character, you know, the, the um, Ella, Ella, yeah, she's the one who she's very insistent on the fact that he knows where they are and stuff like that. And so the scene where they get his memory back by meeting up with Indians and having him take peyote, I just I was. I I was laughing more than I was sucked in. Like I was just like, I was like of of course he's gonna go on a peyote trip to unlock his memories. <laughs> it was yeah. it was a little and then of course it, it culminated in my favorite moment of Olivia Wilde soothing him, going, "It's not your fault." Like Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, but once you got through that, I thought the you know also I thought the merging of the posse with the um with the Indians was was good. I thought that was that was well done. It gave a lot more um, insight to Harrison Ford's character and yeah. and and the, the the nature of the time of the cowboys and the Wild West and that sort of thing. I also liked the showing up of of Jake's gang and the in the although so so yeah well I, I didn't have a I didn't have a problem with that. I did more of a you know amusing observation. So you know in in as they're going towards the aliens, they run into this gang of criminals who apparently Daniel Craig's character Jake used to lead. And mm-hmm. he he uh, betrayed them. He double crossed them for to get a bunch of gold to go run off with the woman that he loved. That, that's basically his backstory. Yep. Um, and then so they're going after the aliens, and basically they get they lose all of Harrison Ford's men, and they're down to like what it was like they were down to like five people, right? The posse wasn't that very large. They team yep. up with these Indians, but then uh, Daniel Craig goes off and recruits basically the the gang to have you know thing. And then they plan this uh, frontal assault on the aliens. They find their base and they're going to go attack them. And basically, as far as I can tell, the plan was to throw the criminals into the as fodder. Yes, basically. Like, it was like I was like, this doesn't seem like a good deal for them at all. Like, I, don't, I don't think they were told the deal. Yeah, exactly. I think they were just told run, you know, fight these fight these things, and we're going to be back here. And I shouldn't killed. I shouldn't laugh at the at, at you know I don't I'm not cruel to animals or anything like that. But when the aliens were attacking out on the open range and the Alien explosions were happening. You just saw horses flying in the air. I, I kind of laughed. <laughs> you you kind of have to make a little bit of your own fun with the movie because it's not the funniest script. Um, and that kind of threw me a bit because I was expecting something like Iron Man or Iron Man, Iron Man 2, you know, with Favreau at the helm of this thing. And it's sort of, you get a little bit restless when it's not an action sequence because the they're, you know, they're not joking around that much. And, yeah. you know, it's... You know, there's a you know the the scalping and you know racial prejudice kind of thing and the tensions there and you know and uh, aliens um, ripping organs out of people. So it's it's not the um, the lightest kind of movie. I have uh, a different tone than you're norm- used to from Favreau, whose sensibilities usually right. has a lot of comedy in it. 
Oh yeah, there was barely any comedy. There was like maybe a couple chuckles here and there, but like, and some of the violence was like the 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 basically the end fight at, um, with the aliens was was downright brutal. I mean, it was like th- there were bodies flying all over the place and people getting bit into and things like that. Um, what did you What did you guys think of the aliens themselves? The the difference here between the the original comic and the movie, the com- in the comic, they, the, these are speaking characters. They're actually individual villains um and for a while i i um, preferred this where they were anonymous and they were just sort of aliens that dropped out of the sky and you don't get to see them very well but then when they're just like i don't know like bodies being thrown at the other bodies it's it's that sort of transformers problem where you can't tell the difference between the bad guys Um, i mean it could have been intentional because to these cowboys they were just sort of faceless Big giant creatures that came at them out of, from out of nowhere, and they didn't have any concept of them. So I mean, right? But then there's also, but then there's also, aside from the scarred alien, um, the one who had uh, Daniel Craig on the table, like there's no sort of um, hierarchy. Mm-hmm. So it's just like a bunch of grunts. Um, yeah. So it's sort of it's uh, you know so I guess it's sort of like it's more of a disaster movie where it's yep. you know fighting one kind of threat than it being like a real big alien presence, but. So that I mean, so there, there wasn't like a huge antagonist for them, like a single presence. Yeah, uh, I, I, yeah. I mean, there's just the more as the threat of aliens. Although I, I yeah. thought they did do a good job of giving a a plausible reason for the aliens to be there. The aliens were after gold for some. That was reason. my favorite part. Yeah, which is that they were gold rustlers, basically. They, should, they should, you know, because you know that's often the point of many cowboy movies is somebody stealing somebody else's gold or yeah. somebody's trying to get the gold, and this is. The Cowboys are here for our gold. Yeah. So that that made it. I la- I kind of laughed at that because it gave, it gave me some kind of sinister suspicions about those cash for gold commercials. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Behind it. So. But um. But the 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 capturing of humans and then what the, then I guess they were experimenting on them or whatever. I mean I know I know they yeah. explained it you know to a certain degree but I thought that would that was the 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 most stretch of it. But even then it was like okay cool I get it you know like it, it I, I never questioned why the aliens were there or what the conflict was. And and ultimately, like the effects were badass. The ship was cool. The I mean, the the little flying ships were cool. The the big alien ship was cool. Um, yeah. Like on paper, it, I don't have a lot to complain about other than that middle portion. But again, like it's, like I agree with you, Connor. Like I'm not going to buy this on DVD. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. check it out on TV again because yeah. Harrison Ford is really charming in it. You know, it was nice to see him a, as a bad guy because I know he's very protective of his image. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. like playing those kind of roles, but he. There's a little bit of redemption for his character, you know, by the end. He's kind of grandfatherly too with, you know, with the kid. Yeah, and, you I thought know. he had a good relationship and, and he did a really good job of the arc of his character where he starts off as a sort of an asshole. He's, gonna, he's torturing, the first time we meet him, he's torturing someone. And then by the end, he's made peace with his surrogate son. He's, he's uh, come around on his, his kind of troublemaker son and he's sort of a town, I guess this is hero. <laughs> he's He's sort of a... The the uh, town he's not instead of t- terrorizing the town he sort of embraced the town and the town yeah like like basically the, the the town that this all takes place in was very down on their luck you know and and Harrison Ford's you know cattle business you know ruled and they got away with whatever they wanted but now that they've discovered all this gold and they defeated the aliens the town really came together everyone kind of bonded they went through this horrible life experience and you get the sense that it's a bright future ahead of them and all you know kind of past conflicts of kind of you know the, the the you know like between the the sheriff and Harrison Ford like you know kind of the everything's everything's been settled and you're like okay cool it's a happy ending but it was a happy ending but it was also one that I didn't care about you know what I mean? like yeah. and, and Daniel Kirk rides off into the sunset 
to go who knows where, you know, <laughs> like it's that was a little ambiguous. I don't know what yeah. like is he's sticking around or is he going somewhere like it, they don't make it terribly clear. It just rides off. Yeah, I think he had to leave because he's wanted still. I, I do have to. Oh, no, no. They actually addressed that because they said he's well, they, they're going to tell people he died. Yeah. Doesn't mean he's well, not, yeah. It's not going yeah. to recognize him. him. Yeah. yeah. But um, I, I do have to admit that with the combination of Harrison Ford and the Indians cheering when they defeated the aliens made me reminded me ever so lightly of the ending of Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Because <laughs> Harrison Ford got that at one moment he got that that half grin that he used to do as Han, yeah. which he doesn't do. In, I haven't seen him do in years, you know. Yeah. And and he's like, been miserable for years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and even at the end when he like when he said to you know Dana Craig, he's like, I could use a good man around here. I'm like, wow, I got a real star. I got a real Han vibe off of him. Yeah. And uh, for some reason, and then the combination of the Indians cheering and they're everyone, you know defeating this big thing and the explosion in the sky. Like I was like, this is very Star Wars. Plus there was <laughs> plus the stormtroopers, which came at the end totally out of nowhere. It <laughs> was a lot. Yeah. Um, I liked the well. First of all, I didn't even notice Daniel Craig wasn't speaking in a British accent because he was speaking so low and gravelly yeah. for like a half an hour. And then I went, "Oh, wait a minute! He's not even speaking in an accent because you bar- you could barely hear him, which was part of the character." But I liked the little touches, like when Daniel Craig rescues Ella from the aliens. They fly on top of the ship and they land, they crash, and they said, they, "You know, humans have never flown at that point." Right, so they were yeah. like, "We just flew in the air. Let's never do that again." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just little. That, you have to kind of play with those those ideas if you're going to mash up the genres like that and uh it was it was successful it wasn't overly successful it was i, I think it's just a lot of it is sort of elevated and it was maybe generous in my in my review but um i i, I you know i did have some fun with it and i think it a lot of it is elevated with the uh the casting um and you know you've got like clancy brown in there for you know Keith playing Carradine. the preacher Keith Carradine. I always love seeing Keith Carradine playing a you know a sheriff. And Keith Carradine's like, western. when am I going to do another western? Who's shooting yeah. western? Yeah, Walton <laughs> Goggins is in there. I love um, Walton Goggins' character. He was the uh, right hand man, sort of to the old gang. And he you're always my favorite. Oh, he was great. <laughs> <laughs> I like that line. That was a good one. And uh, uh, sexy teacher from Mad Men. Um, that so was that, the, that was her. That was that was her. Okay, yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, <laughs> it was driving me crazy though. We like, where have I seen her? And then I'm like, is she the school teacher? And she was. Okay, good. Yep. Who was the, the – there was the actor in the beginning of the movie who got drunk. Um, he's somebody. He's uh, Toby Huss. Yeah. Um, he was in Carnival and he was Artie, the strongest man in the world. That's what he was on Pete and Pete. The Adventures right? of Pete and Pete. I yeah. thought that was Artie. Okay, good. I'm not crazy. All right, good. He's, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he, I was like oh, – like, He's great in Carnival. Yeah, I'm like, is that the guy from Pete and Pete? And it was. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Okay, good. Whew. Awesome. Yeah, uh, the 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 guy from uh, Law and Order SVU who was only there for a season and uh, almost got blown up by a piece. Oh, Adam Beach, yeah, yeah, Adam Beach, yeah. It was, I mean, it was a good, it was well cast. Yeah, there was lots of good people in it, and I think if you take away a lot of the cast, you probably have a really different film. Yeah, because um, the script wasn't great, and uh, directing wise, it wasn't a great. You know, tonally, it wasn't. This wasn't very exciting, or the, and the pacing was was rough. So I think you, basically you've got a movie that's on the back of Harrison Ford, Daniel Craig. Yeah, it just it just kind of happened. I felt like, yeah, you know? like it just it, it like it just and every and as I said, I think the first third was great. I thought the last third was great. It was just that middle getting to the battle was the was the problem, you know. But I enjoyed it. You know, it wasn't too bad. How was the crowds in the theaters for you guys? I saw the middle of the day and um, a week after it came out. So on a Monday, so. It was probably thirty. You didn't 40. see it was the week. You saw it was this was last week in the opening weekend. Yeah, it opened. It opened last Friday. Right. Uh, so I saw it, the, but after the weekend. It, right after, after the weekend. weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, yeah. 
So I saw it in the middle of the day on Monday. So it was it was actually more crowded than I thought it would end up being. Yeah, so. I saw it. I mean, I saw it on a Tuesday night. I saw it on Tuesday night um, at like the ten thirty showing, um, and the, the theater was half full, uh, mainly kids. It was mainly teenagers and and younger, you know, like kind of younger audience. There wasn't. A, I think I was the oldest guy in the theater at that point. But yeah, but they, they and and I, I was like, oh great, teenagers are gonna be loud and annoying. As soon as the movie started, they shut up and, and yeah, stayed it was, yeah, that uh, happened to mine too, which is yeah. cool. Well, I saw it, I saw it on a Friday matinee. It was a uh, it was pretty quiet, a relatively full audience. Um, there were two guys in I swear to God like Tex Avery cowboy hats, like, two rows in front of me, and they were they were yammering to each other the entire time. And like people around them around them were like you know going back to the you know other rows of the theater because they were being so loud. And like every time a name popped up on the screen in the beginning in the credit sequence, they turned to each other and was like, "Oh, he's in it." Walton Goggins, but yeah, giant like cowboy hats that you would see like at an amusement park like not like actual i don't know i don't know if it was ironic at all you think they were real cowboys i think uh i think they wanted to be <laughs> all right so yeah so paul what, what what was your what was your grade what was your grade for three and a half stars or mine was three and a half yeah yeah i'd give it three and a half probably three three and a half yeah probably three yeah but that's close yeah yeah, Harrison Ford. If you like Harrison Ford, go see it because it's. it's that's what the point five is for. It's it's yeah. for Walton Goggins and Harrison Ford. If and, you yeah. if you like Harrison Ford and you really haven't seen him in a good movie in over ten years because he hasn't been in one, this go see this because he's good in it. He's it's just, you get the old Harrison Ford in it, even though he's sixty nine years old. You really yeah. get the old Harrison Ford. It really it really was the old Harrison Ford. He's in for sixty nine. He's in pretty good shape. He'd probably kick all of our asses. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Although there oh, was yeah. one shot of his arm, and I'm like, oh, he's got old man arm. Yeah, well, he's yeah, 69. Anyway, what can you do? He would so. knock you off a plane for that. He would <laughs> get off my plane. <laughs> um, so yeah, all right, cool. So yeah, it was uh, at the end of the day. I, I say it's just, it was harmless. It was unoffensive and harmless. It was it was just it was a good enjoyable time, but it wasn't like oh my god, you've got to go see this. So yeah, I yeah. agree. Which is one of the reasons why I waited till Monday because if it had, by the time by the time it came out, you know. I basically heard, you know, got the idea of what it was, and so I didn't rush out to see it. Until. If you're a tourist, it's the horse you want to ride at the Dude Ranch. It's it's not quite a glue stick, but it's not it's not a you know bronco and like you know going crazy. It's 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 all right. You're gonna be okay with your breakfast burrito. It's gonna be all right. It's gonna yeah. be. Okay. I feel like if you, if you ever owned a horse, Paul, you would name it Glue Stick. Yeah, probably <laughs> Elmer, probably. So so are we done with the comic book movies or there's there's more Conan left? the Barbarian. Conan the Barbarian's the last one, right? Round and they're officially pronouncing it Conan. Multiple Conan. people, multiple characters in the different trailers, Conan. And, Interesting. Uh, Conan the Barbarian later this month. And then And then that will we'll put a, we'll close the book on twenty eleven and look forward to the enormous uh year that next year will be of the comic book movies. The so. Dark Knight Rises. Yep. Something else. Wasn't there something else in there? Sex in the City Three. No, are they really? We're not doing that one? No. Oh, painful. Anyway, <laughs> um, all right, cool. So, uh, yeah, go to ifanboy.com where you can read Paul's review of Cowboys and Aliens. We'll see what everybody else on the site was saying about it. And please go and, and chime in, let your voice be heard, share what you thought of it, partake in the enjoyment of ifanboy.com that we put out every day for you. So, um, if you have any questions or any suggestions or anything like that, you can email us at contact.ifanboy.com or you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash ifanboy, or over on Facebook at facebook.com slash ifanboy. All right, so until, uh, well, next time you'll hear us is we'll be talking about comics, but we'll be back here to talk about Conan. Uh, when does that come out? Soon? The 19th. The 19th? Okay. Middle month. Middle so we got, month. Yeah, got a couple more weeks. So, uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks to talk about Conan with Rose McGowan. All right. <laughs> All right, so until then, I'm Ron. I'm Connor. And I'm Artie, the strongest man in the world. <laughs> Ooh, it's got Ron Perlman. Oh, don't let your baby.